0: Of mark the fifth chapter verses 2 through 13 amen and read as follows again and when he had come out of the boat immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could bind him not even with chains because he had often been bound with chains and shackles and chains and the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshiped him. And he cried out with a loud voice and saying, what have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, come out of the man, unclean spirit. And, he, and then he asked him, what is your name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him, saying, Send us to the swine that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission, then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. May the Lord bless his holy word. I just wanna try to talk for a minute on the theme, graveyard comfort. Graveyard comfort. You know, I have read Tracy this text so many times I can't number them. And every time I read it, something else pops up in my spirit. As I look at this particular text in the Gospel of Mark, amen, what really got me was this fella, if you will, and the things that transpired at this moment. The Bible tells us that Jesus had just come across the water and he got out of the boat. There was a man okay who led, who met him look what it says who met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit now now that that, that was enough right there that that was enough And then it says something that was really peculiar. Look what it says. It it, it says, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains. But what did he meet Jesus for? The Bible says that he met Jesus to worship him. Now, Now, that hit me. Here's a fella with an unclean spirit that likes hanging out in the graveyard. (laughs) Y'all gonna get this in a minute. That likes hanging out in the graveyard and when he sees Jesus, he wants to go and worship Jesus. An unclean spirit in the tombs, in the graveyard, sees Jesus and then goes and worships Jesus. Calls him by name. Jesus, son of the most high, son of the living God, son of the most high God. I'm I'm praying that you do not torment me. What, What have I to do with you? What is it that, that, why are you coming over here? What, what is it that made you come this way? And, and, and the Bible clears up some things for my for my little head, my little brain, brothers and sisters. What, what he says to the man, what he says to the man is, I, I need you to understand. The first thing we need to do is clear this up. Come on out of him. Come, 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 come on out of him. Come Come out of him, and then there's a conversation between the devils that are in the man, the demons, if you will, the legion that they say, "Who is? What is your name?" He said, "We are a legion, for we are many." They come out of him, and they have a conversation with Jesus. Now, 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 this thing really messed with me because he's having this conversation with Jesus, and the only requests that he has are two different requests. the first thing is please don't torment me that was the first thing he said don't torment me please whatever you do jesus i I know you have the authority i know you have the power I, i know who you are but please don't torment me. And, and and then here comes the strange request, if you will. You see, somebody, sometimes people get comfortable in the graveyard. Yeah. Because he says, This is what I don't want you to do, no matter what you do. Don't ask me to leave the country. Don't ask me to leave my surroundings. Let me stay right here in the graveyard. Isn't that peculiar? Isn't that strange? This fella, this fella, the, 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 the narrative goes on to share with us about how, in my opinion, they believed they were trying to help this fella, uh, Sister Patty. How, how? Well, they said at one time they chained him. They, they chained him. Now, I asked myself, why would they chain a man in the graveyard? It's not like he can hurt anybody in the graveyard. Because everybody in the graveyard, dead. Hello, I wish I had a witness right there. Everybody in the graveyard, gone. So why would they chain him? The only logical reason is that whoever his family was decided they wanted to chain him, to bring him out of the tombs or out of the graveyard to see if they could find some help for him. But the Bible says that the chains couldn't hold him. He would break the chains, if you will, off of his wrist or off of his arms. And therefore, he was content and comfortable in the graveyard. Well, they said, well, if that doesn't work, let's try something else. So they went and got some shackles. Yeah, yeah. The Bible says they got some shackles and they shackled his feet and 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 put some more braces, if you will, on his hands, some chains on his hands and shackles on his feet. And I believe they were probably trying to drag him out of the tombs, drag him out of the mountains which was just above Amen the tombs where, where you could look over and be comfortable seeing what you were familiar with. Hello somebody. But the reality of it is, is the Bible said that he, he came up out the shackles and he still broke the chains. And then it says nobody could even tame him. That means that they sought help for him but they could not find in any help for the brother but 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 and, and the whole thing is my brothers and sisters I want you to see what I believe God shared with my spirit amen was that this brother was content and happy in the graveyard it's kind of like some people who come to church happy to to be in a dead situation. y'all didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. Happy to be in a dead and never moving situation. You can try your best to bring them out, but they just want to stay right there. I, I, I pastored a few churches like that. Yes, I have. They just wanted to stay where they were. They didn't care about anything or anybody. They didn't care about growing or moving or being healed or, or saving souls. They just wanted to hang out where they were. They were hanging out in here yeah, the graveyard i I called them the frozen chosen I, I I called them those who were purple people who decided they just wanted to stay never never move never grow never do anything and and if you tried to bring them out I mean they would fight you tooth and nail Tracy because they didn't want to come out of their circumstances or situation because they were comfortable right there they were comfortable they don't want to do I did have you ever met anybody comfortable in a, in their own personal graveyard have you ever met any that was just, I don't want to go nowhere, don't do anything, just leave me alone. But I need you to understand the, the, the reality or the strange thing about it is they find their way to church. What you mean? They find their way to church. This demon-infested, possessed man saw Jesus Ran to Jesus and worshiped him. But he was worshiping him with a graveyard mentality, y'all. Had a graveyard mentality, had a mind that I don't want anything to change in my service. My what, what if I do to you? Just don't torment me. Don't, don't, don't put me on front street. You know, sometimes the people would say that to us. Don't, the pastor, I know, I know I'm wrong, but don't put me on front street. Don't tell everybody my situation. Don't tell everybody I don't want to grow. I never forget. I, I pastored some people and I asked them, don't you do everything in worship to please God? And they looked at me and said, No, we ain't there yet. And I and I just said, Wow. Wow, that's a strange mentality to have in church, but there are some folk, like I said, in church that have no church in them. You'll miss that thing. Well, I, I declare that there are some people, my brothers and sisters, that just love hanging out in the graveyard. They just love, that's their home, that's where they love. Nobody's bothering them. They are king of the road, if you will, but they're just hanging out in the graveyard. I don't know about you. I don't know how you feel about hanging out in the graveyard, but but in it, it, in my situation, my, my brothers, some time when I even get past if I'm walking down the street and see a graveyard. I just want to go the other way because you know even though I already know dead folk can't hurt you. Amen. It's me hurting myself because of the dead. Y'all missed that right there. But that's the reality of it. My brothers and sisters, dead folk like to hang around dead folk. And when dead folk hang around dead folk, ain't nothing happening. There's no joy. There's no peace. There's no happiness. They're just there hanging out doing nothing. A friend of mine said they just in the graveyard chilling man with the unclean spirit worshipped Jesus. Don't you find that strange? Here the devil, the demons know Jesus, but they don't have Jesus in them. <laughs> It's kind of like some folk that come to church always complaining about everything. When you're trying to make something different, when you're trying to change a circumstance, when you're trying to make a joyful noise in the word or in the Lord's house, they're looking at you like you done lost your mind. You Remember when you would be in church and you just want to stand up and shout and wave your hand and praise the Lord and they would look at you and say, Shh, we don't do that up in here, not on my road. But I declare, when you know that the Lord has been better to you than you've been to yourself, when you know that God has brought, a, brought you from a mighty, mighty long way, he's fed you when you were hungry, clothed you when you were naked, gave you water when you were thirsty how dare you tell me that I can't let the Lord know how thankful I am I am no longer in the graveyard but I'm living a living witness to how God has been so wonderful to me, so my brothers and sisters, I tell folk all the time if you even in a graveyard situation and folk trying to keep you dead and you have realized that you have a resurrected spirit, you need to just get up and tell them excuse me get away from them and go on and get your praise on because God has been so good to you. I declare you ought to learn how to praise God and get up out of the graveyard comfort you ought to get out of the graveyard comfort zone because as long as you're there nothing is going to happen to you and nothing can happen for you but when you know that the lord is coming by when you know that he is there before you worship him in spirit and in truth and when you get through worshiping him look what happened to this man after the demons declared who they were and asked just don't make us leave our country there's some swine over there let us go to the pigs and and the bible said Jesus said, go ahead on because I know the pigs got enough sins not to want to hang out with you. I know the pigs have got enough sins not to want to deal with you. And so they ran into the pigs and the pigs said, oh no, not me. And they jumped into the sea and drowned themselves. I declare it's better to drown yourself than to raise yourself up and hang out with graveyard comfort folks. Graveyard comfort. Isn't it strange how people just wanna be in the graveyard? They don't want to do nothing, Oscar. They just wanna stay. Try to pull me up. No, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I remember, I'm telling on myself. I re- I remember this fella, I wanted some. Some gospel music in a church that I was pastoring. And they told me no. I said, No, we, we uh-uh. no 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 I said, what you mean? No, 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 no. I said, Well let me get some instruments in here that will represent gospel. Music. No, we don't need none of that. We don't need none of that. Just just hanging out in the graveyard, just just that church dying, church dead, you know. Uh, <laughs> Nobody praising God. Nobody shouting amen. Nobody shouting hallelujah. The best thing they could offer was a little hand clap. But, you know, you couldn't say nothing. And, but, but I know but when, when, when and it's hard for me. To hold my peace, I, because I'm, I'm like the old prophet, you know. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and and all He's done, it's it's like fire all up in here. I can't I can't hold it. Sometimes I try to hold it. Amen. I've tried to I've tried to hold it at annual conference, district. Conference. I've tried to hold it at general. Conference. I've tried to hold it everywhere. But when I think about how wonderful He's been to me, when I think about what He brought me through, when I think about how He's carried me and how He's blessed me i declare i just can't hold my peace oh writer of the hymn oh writer of the gospel songs that said i wasn't gonna tell nobody but i just couldn't keep it to myself what the lord has done for me i like when he says you ought to been there when he saved my soul," and that simply means you ought to been there when i changed when my life changed i can't hold it any longer because god has been so good to me If there's somebody that you know, if there's somebody that you know that that enjoys the negative in their life, just go up to them every now and then and tell them, "Come on out the graveyard. Just, just come on out the graveyard. Come, come on, come, come, come on, come on, come on out." And if they, and watch and see if they won't fight you to stay where they are. I mean they will fight you they will tell you they believe in church they'll tell you they believe in jesus they tell you they love god and all of that they tell you, oh yes i understand and you say come on out the graveyard come on no no i don't need to do none of all of that it's kind of like folk telling you know me i mean there's some folk already mad at me there's some folk already mad, talking about he loved to worship the lord but jacob it don't take all that noise to worship the lord who told you about my noise who told you what the lord has done for me you weren't there you don't know how good he's been to me you don't know how wonderful he's been to me and when I can't I can't help it I just can't help it i got to get loud for jesus half of y'all gonna be in somebody's house in somebody's backyard over there at SoFi, and as soon as somebody starts running down the field you're gonna shout loud go home with no voice and you come to church and just as quiet as a church mouse i don't understand the realities of it i don't understand and here we are in black history month don't you find it peculiar that they ought to be some black folk praising god for where He's brought us, brought us up out of slavery, brought us up out of change, took us out of the graveyard comfort mentality, and put us on a solid foundation. I'm so glad that God thought enough of me to make things well for me. Come on, y'all. Let's, let's, let's get out of the graveyard comfort zone. Let's, let's, let's find... The Bible even tells us that God has a new thing. So some folks, don't want to, I, I just, if, if, if I can't, if I can't go to the church, I, I don't want to worship. Don't you understand? you just a graveyard comfort person. God has set us in a new he put us in a new paradigm. He he set us in new circumstances. And brothers and sisters, if you miss the boat, you'll be comfortable in your graveyard. And ain't nothing there but dead folk chilling. this this text where these strange events happen where a man filled with demons recognized Jesus. Recognized who he was just as soon as he got out of the boat and went to him the text says, fell on his face at the feet of Jesus and worshipped him. Then I thought about what kind of worship that could be. I'm about done. If you worship Jesus with a graveyard comfort mentality, there is no praise, just petition. There is no praise. It's just petition. I know who you are. I know what you do. Please, what do, what do, what do, I got to, what do you got to do with me? What, what? Don't torment me. Petition. Don't make me leave the country. Petition. Send me to the swine petition. There was no prayer. So really, there was no worship going on. Not what we call true worship. It was just an acknowledgement of who he is. There's some folk that know the name Jesus. There's some folk that speak the name Jesus. There's some folk that will even write the name Jesus, but they don't have Jesus in them. They have absolutely no heart for Jesus because if you understand who Jesus really is you can't help but to worship him you you can't help but to throw your hands up and throw your head back and holler thank you you can't help it because anybody that would go through the mess and confusion that Jesus went through just for you just for me surely deserves our praise They, they hung him high and they stretched him wide they lied on him in a kangaroo court but in spite of that he still died for us and I'm so glad on the third day morning he got up with power and authority and he did it just for me so I can't if Jesus couldn't stay in the graveyard if there was no comfort for him Surely, if I call myself a child of God, there ought not be a place for me in that graveyard either. Let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, (laughs) believe also in me. You see, I don't want to stay there. And he knew I didn't want to stay there. So he he said... I go to prepare a place for you uh, that's not in the graveyard, that where I am, there you may be also. In my father's house, not in the graveyard, but in my father's house, Not, not, not in the negativity, but in my father's house, there are many mansions and there's one with your name on it. Tell your friends, tell uh, your brothers, your sisters, your mama, your daddy, and your boo, come on out. Come on out the graveyard. <laughs>